In our sustainability perspective series, we're sharing interviews with thought leaders from across the packaging value chain. I'm delighted to be joined today by Patrick Desiez, who's Group Chief Sales and Marketing Officer at Tagleaf Industries. Patrick, uh, welcome to the podcast and thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Patrick, I'd like to start by taking a look back at 2020, which was obviously a year that no one could have predicted. From the perspective of um, Tagleaf Industries, what specific challenges did you have to confront in 2020 as a result of the pandemic? Hi, hi everybody. Um, the first challenge we had to face was really to cope. Um, for us, it was really uncharted territories. Uh, this pandemic just uh, shocked us. Um, we weren't trained as a management team to, um, to deal with it. Um, we very quickly uh, put the leadership of you know, finding solutions and organizing regular calls in the hands of the operations manager because that's where the pandemic was uh, having the most impact. And uh, of course, our um, concerns were about safety and how to keep operations functioning, which was, uh, which was the, the mandate. Um, so that was the, the first thing we had to cope and was some sort of a learning curve. Uh, at the beginning, we didn't know what was that pandemic, how dangerous it was. Initially, not very much. After that, um, you know, country by country, there were different perceptions as we are a global group. We had to organize a, a global perception, so uh, that, that was quite a quite a challenge. the The second thing is that we need to keep the supply chain going, and um, the, 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 there were concerns about um, supply. There were concerns about truck availability, and uh, we made sure that at all costs we would secure those uh, supply chains. And um, then we, we worked with the customers to organize their uh, forecast because we were concerned that they would um, create a bubble and, and that bubble would make our work impossible. So well, this, I think um, they tend to trust us. Um, we historically have organized our plants um, with a lot of interchanges with contingency plans and uh, we put them at work. And uh, finally, we were able to um, to service our customers, I think, in, a, in, in quite a reasonable fashion. The last challenge was really to keep um, um, our strategic intent on course. There was, um, you know, we couldn't let the pandemic um, derail our work on CapEx. We had a very hefty uh, CapEx program ongoing. Uh, so we had to make sure that all those programs would, would continue. Um, we also needed to continue as a, um, as a team, as, as a management team. We'd never worked over the wire. We always had face-to-face -face meetings. So that was another uh, learning curve. And uh, the last thing, the last challenge really was uh, to keep the teams motivated because everybody was apart. Everybody was uh, staying in their places and had to work over the wire. So we had to learn that. And I must say that we were really pleasantly surprised uh, to see how uh, productive people were from home. And um, I must say that we discovered uh, uh, talents and we discovered personalities. I don't know if the screen was working like a protection, but uh, really um, discovered people that could contribute much more than we ever thought they would. We all know that knowledge sharing can be a, a very powerful tool in terms of um, collectively addressing many of the issues that face our industry, the pandemic included. Um, in light of this, are there any particular strategies or tactics that Tagleaf used to overcome the challenges that were presented in 2020? 
So we've, we've always looked at new ways to serve our customers. We've always been trying to search, you know, how to become a better company. We've very much started as a brick and mortar organization, um, industrially led, uh, riding the wave of supply and demand. Um, and, and 15 years ago, when we were created, uh, we aspired to be um, supplying packaging solutions worldwide. And that defined us very much at the time. But in 2019, we realized that that um, aspiration was maybe short of the challenges going ahead. And uh, so we, we did a bit of soul searching and uh, we wanted to aspire to become, um, to be trusted, to be innovative and to be pioneering. And um, when we decided that, uh, we said that uh, for the future, we wanted that together, we innovate. So that together is very much inclusive. And um, it's not only together, all the worldwide operations, all the services within Taglit, but it's really with the customers and with, with the supply chain partners that we have. So when you um, mention uh, knowledge sharing, it's very much at the core of Taglif. Uh, you know, this is what we want to do because we know that we're not going to, to find solutions on our own. We're going to find solutions with people. So. Well said, well said. Um, we've just experienced a, a year in which social distancing became the norm and obviously conventional ways of living and consuming were disrupted. So, I mean, in light of these things, it can be quite easy to dwell on the negative aspects of um, 2020. So I'd like to try and buck this trend. I, I wonder if you could let us know um, about any positive uh, sustainability related milestones that, that Tagleaf announced this year or last year, sorry. One of the big benefits of, um, of, of the confinement in 220 is that we could do um, much more strategic work um, than before. Before, you know, we were always taken by tactics and transportation issues and just, you know, uh, traveling. Um, people behind computer become very effective and I think very thoughtful. So in 220, we develop our strategy for uh, sustainability and we coined the concept of dynamic cycle. And dynamic cycle is the umbrella brand for all our initiatives uh, within the sustainability field and it covers our solutions, it covers our services, it covers our corporate goals and it covers our commitments. Um, the, the aim, what we want, we want that um, everybody interacting at the front line, and, and it's not only the salespeople, it's the technical services research, we want to become a consulting voice and we want to be able to help. Um, and we want to be able to integrate our products within a, a more general uh, discussion on sustainability. So very tangibly uh, in 220, um, we have launched a program called Redesign in order to help customers shift from traditional structures to proven solutions, providing an immediate improved sustainability profile. So that was the, the first thing we did. The second thing we did was that we launched a portfolio branded ReLife, where ReLife stands for giving a new life to use material. So the ReLife products that we sell include post-consumer recycled grades, either chemical recycled or mechanical recycled. And um, actually we go through great um, difficulties to source PCR resins. 
because they they've become in, in quite a, a great demand and and it's been a very successful programs um, we continue working on Natidia. Actually, we saw Natidia, which is our BOPLA uh, films, um, growing quite nicely because they offer solutions to reduce the carbon footprints of our customers. Some of them find that handy. And we also started working on bio-based PP uh, resins for people that want to walk away from old-based uh, products. Brilliant. Um, I suppose, kind of looking more holistically at, at, at the whole of the packaging, the, the whole of the packaging industry and value chain. Um, in your view, how has the pandemic affected the drive towards sustainability? Um, you know, it, in in the last uh, years, um, um, supply chain had been um, a given. Um, you know, supply of products, availability, over capacities. Um, all these were exploited to, you know, to great, uh, with great talent by the buying teams. But all of a sudden, a supply chain became a quest question mark. And uh, we saw quite a sizable group of uh, customers wanting to secure their supply chain in a, in a strategic way. And we did welcome very much that, uh, that approach uh, because it, it does make supply chain, it brings back to supply chain its, uh, its wings, uh, you know, its, its value. Um, there have, well, what we've seen, there's been some shift in the priorities of the government and of the media. So probably much less pressure than before um, on, uh, on the pl plastic scale. We had entered 220 with huge media, huge media, media pressure on plastics. Um, and that pressure kind of uh, faded. But um, in, in reality, there was no change with regards to the programs on sustainability. Um, we kept very busy. I think most serious customers all maintain their programs very much alive, trying to find solutions for the future, for the future generations. Uh, and we have no doubt that uh, this sustainability um, search, the sustainability quest, uh, is going to develop new business models. A little bit like the startups are challenging the old industry. Um, it's going to shape our industry and we want to be part of it. Brilliant. Um, on that note, I think one of the, the few um, positive as aspects of, of 2020 was that a lot of key stakeholders in the packaging value chain in, in particular pledged to rebuild from the pandemic with sustainability in mind. I suppose in, in light of this, how is Tagleaf itself keeping sustainability in mind in the packaging space as it addresses the, uh, the challenges brought about by the pandemic? So, you know, sustainability is really an old, an old topic. Um, it, it, I, I tend to be a little bit older than most, uh, but I remember in the 90s, all companies had green books. And um, there were at the time, um, there was at the time quite a bit of uh, media pressure and there was some uh, legal pressure, government pressure. And, but it really led to not a lot. Uh, it, um, you know, other issues took place, other, other issues uh, took precedent. And, um, um, you know, the most that what happened, the most that happened was actually uh, relocating production to countries that were um, not as demanding on those things. In other words, foul play. Um, 
sustainability today is here to stay, is here to be resolved. Um, there, is, uh, there will be no, no second call. Um, actually, this is last call, if, 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 if you allow my English. <laughs> um, so this pan pandemic is not affecting, um, you know, the, the course of things. It's, it's happening. There will be others. It's a black swan, as, as uh, people say. Mm -hmm. um, and at TACLIF, we're very careful at watching, um, you know, our investments. We want to make our investments flexible enough that we will be able to adapt uh, to the new resins or to the new material that will be needed to be extruded. Uh, we want to strengthen our research so that we bring to our films the properties that make our uh, films necessary uh, to protect the food, um, not nice to have. And we aim at improving the end of life uh, recyclability of the final packaging. And that does require a lot of uh, collaboration because it has to do with consumer behavior. Hmm. Interesting. Um, to wrap up, if we if, if we look ahead, um, I'd like to ask you kind of broadly, what, what does the future hold, both for, for Tagleaf and the wider packaging value chain in regards to the pandemic? You know, this is um, this is a typical question um, asked by all stakeholders. Uh, you know, when I speak to my kids or if I speak to financial backers. Um, everybody has that question, what is the future for plastic? What is the future? And, uh, you know, people may have opinions, but what we found during this pandemic is that um, our products, uh, our packaging and labeling products are essential. Uh, they're essential to the food and the beverage industry. I think during this pandemic, people will, were really careful to pick on shelves or choose products that were well protected. Mm. Um, that was, you know, with the barrier gestures in order to avoid contamination, uh, package would, you know, wear necessaries. Um, so we feel that we emerge stronger after this period, um, more convinced that what we produce is necessary. We have surprised ourselves with the intensity and the quality of work despite the confinement so that if these work methods were to uh, uh, remain, um, it's okay for us, we can work and we can be efficient. Um, we have benefited from a very tenacious leadership and, um, and uh, you know, that held the, 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 the helm you know, strong in this period. So actually we're quite comfortable with the way we are managed and we see the future quite bright. And, um, and also um, in, very interestingly, we started leaving the freedom that numbers are not an objective, uh, but they're a consequence. And, um, you know, having said this, knowledge sharing and collaboration throughout the supply chain with the customers and the government bodies and ed educating the consum consumers is essential. And that's what we need to do. Very good. Okay, I, um, I think that's all we have time for and a really excellent discussion, obviously. Um, you can hear more from Tagleaf and other, other industry-leading sustainability pioneers and specialists on our dedicated Sustainable Packaging Summit platform. Simply Google packagingsummit.earth slash join to learn more or click the link below. A huge thanks to Patrick for joining us today and thanks also to, to all of you for tuning in. Um, we'll see you next time. Thank you, Finn. Thank you, Patrick. Goodbye.